morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Anita, and today is Friday, November the 5th, 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that God has divinely connected you to for such a time as this, for such a time as this day. The day that we've never seen before, y'all, and the day that we'll never see again. We will only live November the 5th, 2021, one time. And that is uh, if we are blessed to see it all the way through. And I say that not not to be a Debbie Downer, but to be a realist, that every day is a day of Thanksgiving. Every day uh, that we wake up. It is a blessing every day that we lie down or in the evening when we lie down and close our eyes, it is a blessing uh, because we don't know, we really don't know if we will live to see another day. But nonetheless, we know that God is in control. And if we stay in God and he remains in us, the Bible says that if, if, if we remain in him, that he will remain in us, right? So if we are intentional about sticking with God, we know that we can live eternal life, that we may not see each other one again on this side, but we will when we get to glory. On Fridays, you know, I like to do something a little bit differently. And so this morning, you know, um, already, uh, well, I, I went to bed last night dealing with something this morning phone already started, you know, from work, things going on and, and, and happening at work. Uh, and I just heard the word peace. I just heard the word peace. And so sometimes we have to command peace. We have to take peace. We have to say, no, devil, not today. No, Satan, mm-mm, not today. And then we have to be willing to let go of those things that no longer bring peace to our lives. Um, and that that is the hardest thing to do, right? It's to let go. And when I say let go, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't believe in cancel culture. I've said that many a times because if God can change me, He can change anybody. And I think we all can say that God, either we are we are being changed, right? And in that, we know that God can change anybody at any time. So it is the peace of God that sustains us. So what is the peace of God? And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. See, when you have the the, the true peace of God, you can't even understand it. You can't even understand why this situation that used to bother you so so much doesn't bother you anymore. You can't even understand how before when you used to talk about a particular person or about that job or how somebody treated you or what they said about you, how you couldn't even get all the words out of your mouth before you would break down in tears. And now because of the peace of God, you can talk about it. You can you can share about it. Not only can you share, but you can testify about the goodness of God and how God kept you through it. 
and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, where you get to a place in your life and you realize, God, I don't understand why that happened. I don't understand why you allowed it to happen. I don't understand the purpose of it because what happened is so contrary uh, to your purpose. I don't understand how uh, these people or this business could do me this way, or I don't understand why I had to give up this or that. We can go on and on and on about what we don't understand, but the Bible says the peace of God surpasses all understanding, meaning God does not think like we think. The Bible's clear is his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. If it were so, right, if God thought the way that we thought and and did everything that, that we wanted him to do, we would we would sincerely be messed up. I'm thankful that God guards me. I'm so thankful that God protects me. It says the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart. So it is the peace of God that guards your heart. It is the peace of God that guards our minds in Christ Jesus. We get to a place in our lives that as we are being delivered, as we are going through the process, that God gives us his peace. And it is that peace that allows us sometimes to sleep straight through the night. It is that peace that allows us to go to work and still function. It is that peace that still allows us to raise our children. It is that peace that still allows us to handle our business when we don't even feel like doing certain things. We don't even feel like doing it, but yet it is the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Has there ever been a situation in your life that now when you look back, you think to yourself, how did I get through that? How did I make it through that situation? Whether you went through it for years, months, days, whatever, do you ever ask yourself, how did I make it through that? That was devastating. You you remember the pain, but then you don't. You remember the heartache, but then you don't. It's like, you know, where you've got an old scar. You know, I still have childhood scars uh, from growing up, and and I was was a rough little girl. When I look back, I used to be in the creek and collect crawdads and take birds' nests out of the trees because I wanted the eggs to hatch in my room. I used to do some really weird stuff now that I I look back, but but I was inquisitive. And so... um, as I as I did those things, I would often get hurt, fall off my bike. I ran into uh, we had a wood um, a wood fence in the front yard, and I uh, ran into it, 
and I had like pieces of wood in my eye. I remember just falling on the porch and blood just just gushing out the top of my eye, and I still have that scar uh, on my eyelid today. But now when I look back, um, the scar is still there, and I can re- I can see it as if it was yesterday, and I can remember being hurt. But but it's a different type of feeling now. I can remember it. I can see it in my mind. Uh, I can I can think about the pain, but it doesn't hit me the same. And I wonder, like, dang, how did I like? I remember doing that. I remember just like almost like having a baby. If you're a woman and you've had childbirth, you kind of remember the pain, but then you kind of don't, right? And I will say that that's how peace. That's how God allows peace to move into our lives, that that we can go through situations and be in the midst of the situation, but yet there is a peace, there is a calming, because we know that that peace that we feel is in Christ, Christ Jesus. That peace that we have, it doesn't make sense, but yet we know we're not wild it out for a reason, yet we know that we're not running around trying to hurt somebody for a reason. Even though we may have thought about it, even though deep down we may want to, but there's a peace that comes over us, and that is the peace of God. Ephesians 2 and 14 says, for he himself is our peace. God himself is our peace. It says, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. Sometimes we have to enter into a place of peace with people. Um, There are some people that no matter what you do, they're not looking for peace with you. They're, They're not. And you can be the kindest, sweetest, gentlest person out there. But they are not looking for peace because peace starts within. And I had to learn that. I had to learn why, what, what is going on? But see, in order, in order to have peace, you have to you have to have peace within yourself. When you go into when you enter into a situation, some people enter into situations ready to rumble. You know, the boxing announcer when he would say, Ready to rumble if you've ever watched watched boxing, that would be the announcement. Ready to rumble. See, boxers come into the match. Get into the ring ready to rumble. They're ready to fight. They're ready to go, right? But when you are a person of peace, God said, blessed are those who keep peace. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who keep peace. Sometimes when you desire to keep peace, people will take that as a weakness. Instead of, pe- instead of being a peacemaker, they'll take you as a punk, if I could just be real this morning. But, see, there's nothing 
about being a punk when you're in Christ. Because it is his peace, not not peace of ourselves. It is God's peace that is in us, right, that is in Christ Jesus that guards our hearts and our minds. God does not want us to be running around ready to rumble, always ready to fight, always have something for somebody, always ready to go, always have a comeback. It comes a point in our lives where we get too old for that. And and we have to get into a point in our life where we have to protect our peace at all costs. Now, I'm going to tell you something because I find it very fascinating when people think they have a sense of peace because they don't want to deal with situations. Don't be a person that claims you're protecting your peace at all costs because you don't want to deal with situations. Situations have to be dealt with, but God, but God, But God informs us and gives us the ability through the fruits of the Spirit that we can still confront situations in a peaceful manner. We can still confront situations in a peaceful manner. So this is twofold. It's not one or the other. When I say that God's peace surpasses all, not I say it, the Word says that God's peace surpasses all understanding, meaning there are going to be times when we find ourselves in situations that we're going to have the peace of God and we're not even going to understand why we have it or how we have it. It's important to know that it is because of the peace of God. God does not want us to be in a ready-to-rumble spirit that we can pop off at any time with anybody anywhere because he is the God of peace in which he protects us from hostility. But we cannot go around declaring and decreeing that we are protecting our peace at all costs because we don't want to confront difficult situations or because we think we're always right, or because we have not matured in having difficult conversations that make us uncomfortable. You can have difficult, peaceful conversations when God is in the midst, but you have to know when to have them, how to have them, and sometimes you have to pray before you have them. But when you encounter a spirit that is always in ready-to-rumble mode, no matter how you try to go about it, they are always in ready-to-rumble mode, then you you have to come to the realization that you have to protect your peace. As you enter into this weekend, I strongly encourage you to meditate on God's peace and what that means for you. Meditate on, do you have a peaceful spirit or do you have a ready-to-rumble spirit? Do you have a peaceful spirit or do you have a ready-to-rumble spirit? 
And who who in your life comes with the spirit of ready to rumble? And who do you have to protect protect your peace from? Meaning, allow the peace of God to guard your heart and your mind. Meditate on God's peace and what it means for you. Have an awesome weekend. Love you all. Be blessed. Bye-bye.